Okay, welcome to another Little Talk. Uh, as always, I am Roop, and with me is... Is Sam. And guess who is not with us, as predicted? Wow. Chelsea. She's not here. However, we're going to give her a benefit of the doubt today, because she does have a sick kiddo. She has a sick child, that's but no fun. I'm telling you, that's just a lucky coincidence. Um, <laughs> we probably won't see or hear from her again for a while. I, I mean, you know, running a presidential... next week? Running a presidential campaign, Sam, takes a lot. And, and I've listened to that, that podcast true. again since, a, a really couple times. Podcast. It was really It was fun. Um, it occurred to me, though, when she said that she's running for president, and we, we thought she was talking about of Littlefield. Yes. And she, her reply is, oh, no, 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 I would never, I could never do that. But I could be the president of the United States. Like, what? somehow, that, that, you know, she's this job, no. set high, Ribster. I couldn't, I could not understand. Hey, by the way, so we were listening to last week's podcast, and our mic situation sucks. It's terrible. We thought we were going to blame Chelsea. Well, now my mic's messed up. It literally sounds like I'm sitting 20 <laughs> feet away from Ruth, and then I'm yelling into the thing. Lo- if, by the way, if I'm yelling, I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk loud. Longtime listeners will recognize that generally I've had the bad mic, yes. and Sam's had the good one. But um, And I did not switch the mics. It's just Guys, also, it's just cursed. we walk in today, and the corner where we always podcast in the podcast room is somehow echoey, even though we have sound pads yeah. on that entire wall. So I don't know what's going on. We're jinxed. There's something going on. It's definitely Chelsea-related, whatever it is. Yes. I don't so know how she's pulled this it. off. Next week, we're going to do some Jimmy-rigged stuff, and then we're basically going to make a game-time decision. Do we need to upgrade our equipment to <laughs> something Something, something stronger, yeah. Jeez. I think it could be the soundboard, but we'll we'll find out. Um, so, yeah, it's anyhow. frustrating. So it, I'm sorry for, to our listeners and our followers. We're now at how many followers now, Rube? Oh, 128. 128 followers. Yeah. Pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Let's could, take dinner off. Awesome. It's probably dropping after these quality issues, but that's fine. <laughs> what if we get back down below? Like, no, that no. <laughs> better get that steak dinner pretty quick. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm so, traveling a lot lately too, so we're gonna have to figure out when to uh, something when to put that in there. And you're traveling this week, right? Yeah, so I've got a 6 a.m. flight out tomorrow. Um, we have our first magnet meeting of the year. I'm really oh, cool. excited. You know, those things. It's uh, we're headed to Boston, Massachusetts. I've never been to Boston. Yep. Yep. I was supposed to catch a Red Sox game tomorrow, but the whole strike thing got pushed a week. So no Fenway for me. I am super bummed. I'm still going to walk by it and take a look. And for those that don't know, tell tell the folks what Magnet is. Yeah, so Magnet, right? Mutual Advertising Global Network. And it is 40 agencies worldwide. There's 30 here in the United States and 10 international. We meet twice a year, and it's to discuss best practices. How can we be a better agency? Um, How can we provide a better culture for our employees? How can we do better work for our clients? We've been a part of Magnet for 30 years. I'm now on the board. I've been on the board for three or four years. I love it, man. It's amazing. We're technically competing against all of these agencies, but there's this camaraderie. Oh, a little and brotherhood. Just, it's, it's, yeah, it's a brotherhood, sisterhood. Very, very cool. Um, so anyway, Thank you for throwing sisterhood in there. Um, I should have uh, I hey, yeah. said personhood. No! I'm trying. Um, no, that's okay. But uh, anywho, so jet out tomorrow. Come back Friday. It's jam-packed schedule. I do have a couple of hours tomorrow afternoon to just quickly explore the city. I wish I had more time, but hey. Yeah, Boston's fun. I, I enjoy that town. Yeah, I'm super pumped. Uh, so, so I'll report it next week. We're actually, I moved the podcast again next Again, week. I know. It's early. Don't worry. We're going to yeah. get our Wednesday deadline. We're starting to record on Mondays, so if something happens between today and Wednesday, it, it won't be reflected in this podcast, because we're releasing <laughs> it on Wednesday, but it'll be, it's recording today, April 6th. No, hey. April 4th. I don't even know what day it is. Question for you. How's yeah. your uh, bracket? It's busted. Um, it's, Mine is officially busted now. It is. I will tell you. But you you you, you I, were big on Coach K, though, right? I went like with in, Coach K, winning it all. 
I was very bummed Saturday night. You got and close. Okay, I like I like Coach K. Do I love the guy? No, but no. just thought it'd be a cool storybook ending. Um, and those Tar Heels, man. It's a fun fun fact, right? His first loss is Duke's head coach was to North Carolina. His oh. last two losses were to North Carolina. Well, hundreds they, and hundreds of games later. Anywho, that's pretty interesting. Um, ended up winning our brackets. So that was exciting because, dude, I put three out of the four teams in the final four. I've never done that before. I don't think I've ever. I may have gotten one or two. And they weren't really. Um, yeah, they Duke, weren't really North popular Carolina, choices Villanova. at the beginning. They weren't like number one seeds. I should have had Kansas, but I had eh, long story. But yeah. anyway, I'm I'm gonna go rock chalk tonight. Okay. Shout okay. out to Sean Hubbard, Julie Swab, big Kansas yep. fans. Yep. So we're uh, we're rooting for Bill Self. I, yeah, I, I would be rooting for Bill Self as a as a former um, TU TU student and fan. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. So um, Sam, something else happened as we walked before we get into the trends, something and we have two happened. two April trends. I hope everyone got their email uh, April first. It was no joke. We we did send out the the trends. <laughs> Actually, there was a joke. One of the links was dead. So Kelly oh, there it is. There, there was the April Fools. Oh, I saw that. You're right. I forgot. Um, so we have two trends we're going to hit today, um, but first, we walked in to set up the, the podcast today, and um, I thought a child was asleep in the corner of the room. <laughs> Literally, guys, we thought there was an actual child asleep there was, on the couch. There was, uh, well, there's a couch behind the studio, uh, which is partially, this open space is partially responsible, we think, possibly for the echo. We're, we're, we'll remedy that, too, but there's a, a couch at the other end here. And uh, I walked in to set up. I usually get in here about 15 minutes early to set things up and see how bad the mics are going to be uh, on any given day. And, uh, yeah, there was there was what I thought to be a child wrapped <laughs> up in a blanket on so the couch. So he comes to my office he's like, hey, which child is asleep on the couch in our podcast room? I'm like, Rube, are you – is this – well, kids are up here a lot. April Fool's. But, yeah, but no, kids no, – yeah, no. delayed. No, we have we, – we, the kids are at the office night? a lot. So he was like, no. So Chris Kaiser, myself, and Sarah came over and we walked in the room. Guys, we're putting our eyes against the glass, staring at this person who looks like a child. It tur- turns out it's not a child. It was not. It was one. It was one of our own. Yes, and I will tell you, it is one o'clock right now, so it's lunch break. Yep. Not like she was just. She was. No. And, I mean, it's a nice dreary. Day are we not going to name names? <laughs> I kind of want to. <laughs> do you want to? If do you're it? listening, I'm you know who you it. are. If you, if you're, if you're. Yeah. But hey, you know what? That's a good way to use lunch break. It's not the first Couple time Z's. someone has used that, that couch for a nap and probably won't yeah, be the will. It will not be the last. That was a great one. Yeah. That was at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon a few years ago. <laughs> and he was just passed out. The, the, it's a very cozy couch. It's actually my old office space. That's where my desk was back before the remodel. Was that oh, where well, that couch sure is? Was. Yeah. Oh wow. You think I'd be asleep there all the time? I go home <laughs> to take my naps. Nice. One. But I live close, so no, I have okay. an excuse. So I thought you were talking about the other big piece of news. That I guess it, I don't oh. know if that's big news. Well, kind What's of. Script here. Yeah. So the other thing is, I guess it's, it's live. We can tell people. Yeah. Uh, we relaunched our website. Take a look, guys. Littlefieldagency.com. Yep. Same same URL. Uh, new new look, new field, designed by Katie Kite. Yeah, Katie crushed it. You you and Katie, dude. It was you and oh, thank you. Tag team effort. You and guys uh, absolutely killed it. A lot of wordsmithing by Rocco and yourself. Yeah, there was a lot of wordsmithing. Um, fun facts. <laughs> I'd make some changes on the back end, and then Rocco'd be like, "Hey, do you make this change?" <laughs> It's, yeah, I made it a little AKA too easy. like e- Sam, get off the back end. <laughs> I made it a little too easy for them to make adjustments to the site um, on, on the new site. The beauty of WordPress. But now I will tell you guys, um, I feel like this website is by far the best reflection of who we are as an agency. 
Uh, I agree with that. I think we've we drank a lot of consultant juice over the years. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. We've got to try different things. But uh, if you look at check out the tone, the messaging, um, just from a visual standpoint, the work that we're showing, I'm I'm really I'm, it makes me very proud. Well, and you know, this agency has been around over forty years. Not that it's had a website for forty years, but um, you know, evolving is definitely in the DNA. I would say so. Absolutely. Um, the, the, we, the the website adjustment and, and uh, upgrade here is is uh, and nothing on the old sites. It's just like we tell clients every few years you need to refresh, take a new value, you know, inventory Absolutely. of what it, you it, got. It's and, been and, two years. I mean, yeah. we're, we're and what you want to do and reach. Yep. So anyhow, and by the way, it's not done. There'll be more more coming yeah. in, in the weeks. I was going to say, I know this is not technically a digital trend, but it kind of is a digital trend. Do you want to talk about? how we're rolling out our website. I think it's relevant. So, uh, yeah. It, Just we're, give the high-level spiel. We're employing a, a strategy called growth-driven design, and that's uh, where you work up, you, you prioritize your site in, in, in a hierarchy of most important to least important, um, and then you work in that order. And as you get chunks of it done, instead of waiting until the whole site is complete and launching it all at once, you go live with the important parts first. And in the time it takes you to get to the end of your list, the least important parts, I guess, um, you're able to circle back and look at some data and some analytics and see what's worked and what hasn't and make adjustments based on, on it being live. Um, well, and the cool part about this process, that's guys, what we're doing. is, no, I love it. And this is 100% Roop's idea just in some of the certifications and training that he's been doing. So, what, Roop, a month ago, we said, okay, hey, kind of kind of time to evolve and boom a month later we have probably 60 percent of our site up yeah and I, I a month ago the 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 launch date or the go live was <laughs> may, actually may like first. may 1st so <laughs> yeah we moved it up about five weeks i got really excited and they're just like sam remember growth driven design we can't and i at one point i wanted to roll everything out and <laughs> I, I took a breath but that, i mean but that's that's but i'm excited that's, that's part of it we were able to move that fast and get things up that quick based on uh, you know the way you, the focus and the way you kind of structure your the whole thing. Yeah, um, it's a nice work, buddy. But hey, thanks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you'll you'll probably hear more about that. We'll talk more about it uh, in the coming in the coming weeks. Dude, All right, a couple of good digital trends here. This is this first one's really fun. I think this yeah. is one of the more fun ones we've had. So I, did this guy just die recently? Uh, yeah, he just passed away. So our first digital trend is we want to talk a little bit about uh, Stephen. Uh, here I go butchering the name. Will Height. Did I say it right? That's good. Stephen Will Height. Stephen Will Height. Stephen with a PH. I should add. Uh, this is the, if you don't know, this is a guy, you probably don't. He, he's the inventor of the GIF. The or, GIF? The, or the GIF, the I, GIF, I think is how he says it, but he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this guy was uh, a lead engineer at CompuServe back in the 80s, and uh, he, he developed this, on the side kind of, this animated GIF that really became popular with uh, the Netscape browser. It was one of the first ones to be able to uh, kind of read that file format and play it. Uh, in, ni- in 1995 is what the note here says. Netscape, by the way, it was a fantastic browser. I loved it, and it was how I learned how to code. Look at that. So net- there was Blast a- from the past. Yeah, Nets- there was Netscape, and there was Netscape Communicator, and Netscape Communicator had an ability to, you pull up any website, and you clicked a button in the corner, and it broke it down into HTML, and you could real quickly kind of see how mm. the page was put together, and that was how I very very early on learned how to do basic HTML it was from Netscape. Hey, shoot, dude. Yeah. I didn't so I, so cool. I have a real soft spot for Netscape. They were, they were, they were a good browser. So, uh, yeah, anyhow, this guy invented uh, the GIF, and he died, uh, I think, a couple of weeks ago was, was the story, and we thought we would just talk about it for a minute. Yeah, and there were a bunch of really cool tributes on Steven. Um, RIP to that guy. I mean, he was a visionary. What, what was he thinking about back in the day when 
I don't just even the know. the applications How, of it, you know? I mean, certainly there wasn't the World Wide Web no, as we know it not. now. Um, you know, Bill G- was working on it, but... <laughs> Giphy wasn't a thing. Um, but yeah, he, he was... He was ahead of his time. I mean, that's kind of it, it is kind of crazy to think about, uh, and you know how how gifts are used now. We kind of use them as memes or as, as quick communication tools. They're kind of up there with emojis, right? So like you I can say send, they go hand in glove. Yeah, they really do. And um, I, you know, I I probably use them more than I should in some of our articles and emails and things that I do. But I think it's a it's it, they're fun and it's a kind of you know in our short attention span culture. Um, and in, in the world of the internet, which is also a very short attention span, GIFs really are kind of like the king content to me. If you go to a direct Slack message between Roop and myself, <laughs> it's all GIFs. It's more GIFs than words. <laughs> yeah. We communicate through GIFs. And Roop brings up a we good turn point. Turn into cavemen. We, <laughs> but you bring up a good point because short communication spans, you know, where are clients using GIFs? Are they using them at all? Content, right? There's a great opportunity, and, and content is such a vague term. I'll dive in here. Thought leadership. We use tons of gifts on our thought leadership. You want to be viewed, um, obviously, as the experts, but as people are digesting through heavy content, it's good to Break, mix things up. Breaks it up a little it, bit. It does. It's, it's light on the eyes and the brain. You could be talking the brain. <laughs> the brain, the eyes sure. and the brain. <laughs> Two very important things, but you could be talking about some sort of application and literally relate that to a modern day thing. For example, if you go back to our thought leadership, which right now is not live, no. so you can't find it right now, but you will be able to, ah, actually no, it'll probably be live by the end of this week. It was what I was doing earlier this morning, so it's gonna take a little while. But there but was yeah. a giphy phase for probably three weeks worth of our uh, thought leadership last year or two years, no, it was two years ago, that was straight, what was the show, Roop? It was all it was all Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Not David, but the sister. Oh, jeez. Well, wasn't put, Alexa? It was. Uh, yeah, it's Alexis. Is it Alexis? Alexis. Oh, Alexis. Yeah, Alexis. Alexis. Alexis and David. There were uh, Mora. Mora, the mom. We yeah. we had a lot of Shit's Creek references, and it was really good content. But it was just a way to break it up. So. Yeah, there, there's there's usually. You know, there's usually a gift for anything you can think of. Um, and here's, you know, one, one last fact on this guy. That, um, you know, he, he died a month ago at the age of 74. I don't think he was really that old. No, that's, really. that's very young these days. By the way, Sam, speaking of age, I also read a thing last week that um, probably Matt Matt, like our, not my kids, but my kids' kids, mm-hmm. so that might be around Matt Matt's age, um, they may live to be 140 years old. 140? Yeah. That, I think it was 140, 135, 140, something like that. That's how, do you, it. how do you save for retirement? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, start now. Oh, start wow, that account now, Matt, Matt. But yeah, isn't that crazy? Anyhow, uh, yeah, Mr. Will, Will Height, if I'm saying that correctly, died uh, last month, age of 74. The very first GIF that he made, which should probably be an NFT somewhere, right? Yep. Tying no back kidding. to last week. No kidding. <laughs> Seems like that would be worth something. The very first uh, GIF uploaded to the internet by by Mr. Wilhite himself was a plane over rolling clouds, just very an airplane. Cool. I yeah. love it. I hope they played that at his funeral. That seems appropriate. I'm assuming they would. Yeah. Uh, honestly, seems... his funeral, and like I said, rest in peace, had a great opportunity for yeah. a lot of gift incorporations. Yeah, hopefully there was a lot of GIF respect so, given his way. I feel like we have to have the great debate, and I think we're on the same side here. GIF or GIF? GIF or GIF. And also, anyone yeah. that's listening to this, shoot us a note, GIF or GIF. 
So he said, apparently he, in 2013, told the New York Times it's a soft G and pronounced GIF. End of story. That's what he said. Yeah, it, he said end he, of story. He settled the debate. But then at an award ceremony very soon after, he displayed a GIF proclaiming that GIF was the pronunciation uh, that was correct. Wait, GIF or GIF? GIF with a J. Oh, with a so J? So he, he reversed it. He threw confusion into it. So into instead it. of a soft G... I think he that, went with a straight J. I think he relented to peer pressure because the rest of the whole world was calling him uh, gifts. Gifts, which, by the way, I, obviously, as everyone's listening yeah. to this episode, we call them. We gifts. call them gifts. I think mostly to separate from its cousin, the JPEG, which is has the J. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I've always said. <laughs> did GIF. you just make that up? Yeah, I did. <laughs> On the spot, made up. Uh, but yeah, I I think it's. I think I always say. I mean, it's Giffy. It's Giffy, not Jiffy. Yeah, yeah. Jiffy's, oh, Jiffy's a peanut butter. Yeah. And, and yeah. there's the other... So, the other yeah, it gets tricky. But, um, yeah, he, he kind of made it more confusing, I think, uh, about 10 years ago himself. But anyhow, okay. So that, that's the GIF uh, or the GIF. Hey, do you have uh, any thoughts on clients creating their own GIFs? Yeah, we've done a few of these, yeah. I believe, uh, for Ditch Witch. Did mm-hmm. we do some for Grasshopper? I don't know if we've done some for Grasshopper. I haven't seen any, at least. I know we have done a couple. I know Courtney Ditch Roberts Witch. did uh, did some and uploaded them to Giphy. Uh, they're live. And they're they're, they're out there, yeah. Um, I feel like a long time ago I tried to upload a few myself, but I don't know whatever happened to them. They kind of go through an approval. Not an approval, but they go through a process to, to show up. and. I mean, for... Our clients, brand loyalists, everyone loves a good GIF. It's a great opportunity. It, it is just, fun. Again, it is fun. All the very high level awareness play, but even if you just want to use them in the office, we, yeah, I, totally I, I actually internal. did. That's yeah, I have a point. folder on my desktop full of these things. It, the folder's um, called comedy. I can, I can think of a couple. Yeah, and it's big it, D's on there. Big D's on a couple of them. Chelsea's on Chelsea's on, on one, saluting salute. the flag mm-hmm. with the flag over her her face. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Um, I'm sure there's got to be some good there's, ones. There's some of some so, some folks that aren't here anymore that are pretty fun. Yeah, I have a Sarah one. So I made some internal ones a long time ago. I need to update those. But uh, yeah, they're just fun. There's fun things to have around. Awesome. I love that one. Thank you, Stephen Wilhite, yes. for getting the gift. Yes, sir. All right, numero dos. N- Digital trend two. Okay. Your favorite topic. Yeah, Snapchat. By the way, we've gone like three or four weeks now without talking about TikTok. <laughs> I know. I think like You're probably to really itching to talk about TikTok. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm deep down rabbit hole TikTok. We'll save that for it, another it, time. It's coming back. But today we're <laughs> going to talk about Snapchat just a little bit, but not really about the platform itself or, or anything you do on it. But um, this was wild. Uh, and I, by the way, this is pre-April Fool's Day. So this is not... I got this yep. a week or so before April Fool's. Snapchat has acquired a brain-reading technology called NextMind, for what they call the next stage of digital interaction. Let me say that again. Like, they have acquired brain reading tech that can read your brain, what? read your thoughts. The, the, the thing everyone's scared of is, is Snapchat's like, yeah, we're going to do it. Um, as companies look to the next stage of digital interaction, Snapchat has announced it's acquired Paris-based neurotech company NextMind to help drive its long-term augmented reality research efforts. Um, they they, they want to clarify... NextMind's technology does not read thoughts or send any signals to the brain. So there's that. It's more like trying to get what you're thinking out so it can react in these virtual worlds, I guess, which is kind of interesting, but uh, this may be the line right here. Dude, like, my mind is blown. Yeah. And it goes on to say, right, so the big idea is it will subconsciously control your digital experiences and that big tech companies will have literal direct line into your head. Oh, my God. 
it's concerning. Yes, it is. Even as a marketer. I am the most liberal, let tech do whatever they want guy on the planet, but I'm going to probably draw the line here. Absolutely. And... I, I'm not suspicious of Google listening to me, even though they do, right? I'm not suspicious of, of Facebook's alter... I'm not I'm not a conspiracy guy, but this, this seems kind of wild. Well, and I think... So, here's what I think about. Let's take Grasshopper, okay? This technology is tapped into the mind of our prospective customer, and we can understand that they are really loving the idea of a zero-turn mower, and then we have the ability to get in front of that person. Like you're right, it makes our job so easy. But I don't like it. The advertising part like of it, it, they don't really address. I think it's more um, how Just general how you're going to move around and interact in in the metaverse of the future or the snapverse. I, I don't know how they're going to do theirs, but snapverse um, metaverse. Yeah, I, I kind of get that because if you it, it's you know we talked about it a couple weeks ago when you put on the headset for Oculus, the headset itself is one of the big kind of drawbacks. It's this big oh, heavy thing on your head. It's I mean, not great. We talked about this. Yeah, and it takes a minute to kind of. We have kinda, good ideas. We have really good. Uh, someone, please buy our ideas. Um, but like you, know, it takes a minute to get used to it, and you've got kind of these little thumb controller things, and you can turn your head around to look around stuff like that. So I kind of get the idea of moving closer towards something that's seamless as a as an experience and has lower friction. You know, if I don't have to wear the headset and I don't have to use my thumbs to do these controllers, I can just like look and think I want to walk this direction in this room or whatever, or pick this item up and my avatar does it. I kind of get why you might explore that path, but it it just. I mean, just on the surface, people are not going to trust this. No. This this will not be adapted no. <laughs> by anybody. And I, I think there's obviously at least not the it way it sparks reacts. curiosity. It also makes me think. Do you remember Keenan and Kale? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, Nickelodeon. There's this. I forget the name of the show. It might have just been Keenan and Kale, and it was they were quote unquote in the future, and they were taking a test, and they sat down. And so imagine like when you used to go to the bank and you deposit money. Yeah, this is way before mobile. And like you literally like take the tubes that suck it away yeah. and back into the teller. Yeah. So you this, lollipop back this thing sometimes. came down to their head and sucked the quote unquote information that they had studied for this test. Out of their head. And within two seconds, it was like you made an A, you made an F. Oh. So he studied, he didn't. Oh my gosh. And but you think about it, right? Like I don't need that. No, we don't need that. I get, but I get this is what this is talking about. It's not in the school sense, but it's like, hi. Let us tap into your brain. I mean, it, they say that they don't put anything into it. They're not sending they thoughts toward the brain. They're only receiving signals from the brain. Yes. And, and, and I mean, that's, I, I, like I said, I kind of get it. It, it, it. it just feels like a slipper. It's the beginning of a slippery path. And um, of, of all, all companies, not that there's a good one I would trust, Snapchat, am I going to trust these guys? With brainwave activity? I don't think so. I don't so. think I'd start I don't with think Snap. So. No. There's like a science-based company that might be, but then again, <sighs> I don't know, man. It's, yeah, it's crazy. So I, this I had to read this one. more like kind of wild and out there. And, yeah. But, I mean, we thought, it's, we thought it was worth reporting. It's a trend we hope doesn't become we, a trend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not digital. But, you, but look, trend. Snapchat didn't even invent this. They bought a com- another company yeah, that was doing it, which means there's other companies out there. It's a matter of time before... Um, Zuckerberg or whoever decides to to implement something like this. And I think that's probably Matt Matt's generation's, um, you know, big deal. That'll be the, you know, are are you okay with this or are you not? Like our parents are kind of like social media, whatever, they're they're past it. We're very accepting of it and what it is. I think 
you know, as we get older, social media will become that, that kind of thing. We feel safe because we grew up with it. For but sure. this other new technology where you read your brain and all this, we're not down with it. But then the youngsters. I, they probably will adapt. Absolutely. That's usually how it works. No, that makes very, sense. It's very interesting. But, yeah, the, the advertising uh, applications of it Boy. are not really there yet. But you could kind of start to see how they could be. My brain be. is just firing away on the possibilities I know. there. Again, I, as I said in the beginning, I don't like it. No. I, well, let's keep an eye on it. We'll see what they do. Um, hey, Rube said we have two digital trends. This um, I'm going to bring in a third just la- based on Uh-oh. the latest and greatest news he's, today. He's going April. off script. I'm going off script. It's April 4th. Oh, I uh, know what this is. It's just kind of a more like wild fact. Yeah. The effect of Elon Musk right now is pretty insane. This guy. Think about think about like the Dogecoin thing where like he he literally cryptocurrency, what was that a year ago? Yeah, I was all for Six that. Ago, right? So like <laughs> literally he caused like a mess. Yeah, you're all for it. <laughs> I'm all for that. Dogecoin. Yeah. Um but he literally bought how much? About ten percent of Twitter? Uh, yeah, stakes, Elon Musk as of this in? morning owns ten percent of Twitter. He uh, all shareholders he he has ten percent ownership. So before the stock market opened today, it was kind of a like a buzzing twenty five percent higher for share volume, guys. Right now, we just checked right before we went live here. Thirty percent. Yeah, it's thirty percent jump in Twitter stock. He definitely has that kind of effect. Oh my dear God! The FCC is probably real pleased with him. Um, he was ta- he's been talking about this on Twitter for for weeks, and a lot of it has to do with you know kind of his versions of what free speech is and all this jazz. But um, yeah, he he asked, should I just buy Twitter? And and he can. And and you know he didn't really buy all of it's the thing. He got ten percent. No, I mean, so he's, he's obviously making just, a big impact there. But it's it's amazing. So kind of a fun fact, not a digital trend, but uh, he that man's he, he's swag. wild. You wake up and he's you know sending satellites to Ukraine. He's buying Twitter. Yes. Um, what does know, that man not do? He's screwing up the user interface on my Tesla. <laughs> uh, okay, that he does. <laughs> yeah, there's always something, but. Um, yeah, uh, he, he's definitely somebody to watch, uh, obviously, uh, not just from the economic uh, side of things, but from the technology side of things. He, he, mm-hmm. does, he definitely has kind of an it's eye amazing. for it. No, yeah. he, that's, I think that's why he was put on, put on this earth. Ugh. So, anywho, guys, well, I head to Boston tomorrow, but we're back at it next week. Yep. Hopefully have some cool things to report in on from this conference. Um, in the meantime, we're looking into our mic situation, so bear with us for a couple of episodes. We're going to get this fixed. We appreciate you hanging out. I do. Yes, we do. And uh, I'm going to use Chelsea's sign-off from last week. Because uh, I, I, every time I <laughs> – yeah, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> every time I hear it, it makes me laugh. Um, she said – she's. we asked her, are you leaving? She goes, uh, Chelsea, signing off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. We are signing off. See ya. Bye.